This is the His and Hers podcast, a weekly ramble about life and relationships. Listen to the full radio show Saturdays from 10 a.m. on Connect Radio. Well, that is a band that eventually I'd like you to go and see, not on your own, but with me. <laughs> okay, why? Because they're an upcoming band called Koala, and I'll let you into a little secret. I'm, I'm sort of fanboying a little bit with them at the moment. And oh. literally, I'm trawling through their new album. And I don't tend to do this where I listen from track one all the way through. But they're meant to be coming to the north of England after Christmas. Do you fancy a hot date? <laughs> with you? Don't sound so shocked. <laughs> so if anybody else offered, it would be yeah. yes, but with you. Mm. I'm not sure about hot, but... Well, all right then. A date. A cold, boring, grey date with <laughs> okay. me. How does that sound? Yeah, that's the normal. Do you know, we we haven't okay. even introduced ourselves, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to hand over to oh, you no. and you can do the introductions <sighs> because this is the okay. third time that we've done this. So over to you. What, what am I introducing you? You're introducing the All show, right. where we are, what we're doing. We do, what's the name of the show? It's just the Saturday the, Breakfast Show. The Cottrell Breakfast Show. With Sam and Gareth. What a natural. Wow. Listen to the personality and excitement <laughs> in the voice there. Um, so we are here on your radio right now. And again, welcome to those people who may have joined us for the first time ever. And you're thinking, mm. what on earth is this all about? <laughs> well, we are a married couple and I'm Gareth from the weekday breakfast show. And <laughs> I'm losing my voice there. And you are Sam, who yep. is actually a midwife. And up until a few months ago, you'd never done radio before, ever. No, this is my first gig. <laughs> first gig? Even got the right phrases yeah. and stuff now. Three shows into it. Now, how will you manage to handle the celebrity status when you uh, go back to work in a few weeks? To be, to be honest, quite a, a few people have asked me about it, which I'm surprised about. From work? No, not from work. I don't think they'll even know about it. They will when I or tell them it about secret. it. No, just people that I know have messaged me to say, how are you getting on? Are you enjoying it? And your response was? Yeah. Absolutely hating it. I don't uh, know why I agreed to I this. I am surprised, actually. I've enjoyed it more than what I thought I would. Well, I think you're a natural. I don't think I'm a natural, but I'm getting better, I think. Do you? Yeah, I do. No, honestly, so <laughs> listen it back, because I don't tend to listen to the radio shows that I do back. And the simple reason is that, probably not so much now, but in my younger days, I used to be so, so harsh on myself. Mm. And I'd listen to every single time I spoke and go, I should have said that better. Why did I say it that way? And it can eat you up. Mm. It really can. It's like if you were an actor or a musician and you were watching all your performances back and just going, oh, I don't like the way I did that. But do you think, don't you think it's better if it sounds more natural? Like, if there are some mistakes. Yes, which is why 
I always advise presenters who aren't doing a live show and if they're recording it, sometimes when you record a show, you can sit there doing take after take after take. And I always say that just do it once. And as long as there's no huge errors in it, just do it as if you're doing it live. And if you make up, sorry, if you trip up, not make up. This is an example of it. Yeah, so there you go. Is it live or pre-recorded? So if you do mess up, just continue because you do that in everyday life. I think it's better if it's more natural because then people probably feel more connected to you than if it was really, really polished. And who would have thought that we're recorded onto cassette tape right now and in about half an hour you'll have to take the tape out, you'll have to put it on the B-side and then we'll really get started. This is the His and Hers podcast. Gareth, the guy who thinks he's funny and Sam, the woman who tells him he's not. A song there that I'd like to dedicate to my wife who sat next to me. I was just going to say that. Sounds like you're singing it to me. I'd like to be a better man to you. Would you like to be a better woman to me? You couldn't be any better if you tried. No, actually, I don't think I could, you could really, not be a better wife if you tried. Maybe sometimes I'm a bit grumpy. Do you know? So a lot of people, and I'm sure they don't mean to ask it like it sounds, but some of them ask me and say things like, "Is is your wife as talkative as you? No. Is your wife as as full on as you no. are?" intense somebody said to me in a meeting the other week they said um i was listening to your show and you're like poles apart aren't you and i was like in what way and i don't think they meant anything by it but what they were trying to say is that sort of i'm the loud one and you're the sort of person who thinks a lot and maybe you know absorbs it and then gives out pearls of wisdom I think the thing is, people are a lot more complex than just like one personality like that, aren't they? Like, I think sometimes you're the loud one, sometimes I'm louder. But your your job is very much in your face, isn't it? You you can't be quiet, it wouldn't work. I have a theory, though, that in my years in this industry, the people who are boring off the radio are normally boring on the radio as well. Really? So um, I like to think that I'm not a boring person, am I, at home? No. I'm not okay. boring. So you're not boring. I think some people think I am boring, but I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. But I <laughs> don't care I d- what other people think. <laughs> because I just like to be relaxed and I'm not really bothered about the drama side of life. See, I, I think that I've got a full head of hair. Other people think I haven't, (laughs) but the truth is I don't actually care. Across the UK, this is Connect Radio. We were just talking during that song about what it would look like if my hair came back. (laughs) Because you've you've probably now known me longer bald than you have with hair, is that right? I probably have. Because I remember, I I specifically remember when I shaved my head for the first time. I do. And it was when me and Fraser went to pick up the wardrobe for Betty's bedroom. Was it? Because we picked it up. Oh, that's a good few years In my dad's car. 
and we managed to fit in and I felt really, really conscious the fact that it was my first time ever out of the house with a bald head. <laughs> was it cold? So, well, it, so that means that we probably, we've lived in the house we're in now for five years. So that well, means... Well, nearly six years. So, so it's probably it, wow. six years ago. So it will probably be five and a bit years mm. I've been bald for. I think we're probably breaking even here where th- yeah. these will be the important months because now it will tip us over the bald hill. Yeah. So you'll have known me more, well, longer being bald than you ever did yeah. with hair. It's better though, isn't it? It looks better. But if, if we I had... Prefer, I prefer it. If we had bags full of money and if I wanted to have hair implants, would you advise for it or against it? I think against because it would be really obvious that you have done something to create the hair and you would look really different. The kids wouldn't recognise you. None of them have known you with hair. Even, even now, we've got pictures around our house, me with hair, and when people come in the house, they're a bit shocked. I can it, tell. They're I, a bit like, oh. I think you see the bald head more. It's more you. I I genuinely think it was the most... What's the word? The most... Transformative. Tra- tr- oh, good phrase. I like that. Transformative. <laughs> I was going to say the most freeing, but I wanted a better yeah, word maybe. than that. The most... Invigorating. No, not that word either. Keep going. <laughs> uh, the most like... Freeing. Free, f- freeing, uh, but there's another word that I'm thinking and I can't remember what it is. Oh, the I know, most, like revitalising. No, not revitalising. <laughs> it was the most... Oh, what is it? That is really going to annoy me. You'll have to think of it. The most... So, for example... Awakening. No, not awakening. Like awakening. It was the most... The, the most... When you've worried about something... And then it goes and you're like, Da-da! <laughs> what is the phrase? What's the word? That's really annoying me. Uh, it was the most. Oh, that is uh, absolutely driving me mad. Anyway, we'll think about that and it will come to us. They say that actually that's how you exercise the brain, isn't it? By doing that. But it was one releasing? of those anyway. No, not releasing. It was one of the most. Oh, I nearly had it then. Enlightening. No, not enlightening. Stop it. That's really not helping. It was one of the most... Anyway, we will come back to this conversation. Me with hair was the most... Finish off the sentence and get involved. The WhatsApp number you can find on our website right now. This, this is Connect Radio. Connect Radio. I wish I could serenade you like that, with a voice like that. That would be amazing, actually. Can you imagine? I'd love that. You just woke up one morning, you came downstairs, and I just burst into a song like that, When a Man Loves a Woman. Do you remember that time you were in the band? Do you remember that? Should we move on And you got fired. I actually did. That was the year of getting fired. Well, you've, you've sort of... You know, you've told us a bit of it, so you may as well tell us the whole story now, haven't you? I remember why. You were in a band and it was really good because you did sing to me then, even though you were quite shy about it, and you had a really nice voice. But then they fired you because you couldn't go to every single gig. So, 
I was the youngest in the band by you 25 years. You were the lead years. singer, though. I was the lead singer in the band, and I was thoroughly enjoying it, but at the time, I was also working in a supermarket, and it was about six months, really, because... I wrote off the delivery van, which was a brand new van, by the way. Thinking back now. That's so bad, isn't it? That was quite a big thing because how much that must have been worth. It was a brand new Mercedes van. And they trusted you. Which had all the chiller compartments in it. And I I don't think I wrote it off, but I... I certainly I certainly took it off the road for a few weeks whilst it got fixed. So I was doing radio, I was doing the supermarket job, and then the supermarket sacked me for crashing the van. Because <laughs> you crashed it like three in times. The same, in the same week, the band, they had, like you would imagine, a signed professional band doing where all the members, they have a vote... And they sit around and say, well, he can't do this, he can't do that. They actually did that. They asked me to leave the room whilst they had a discussion. And then I came back and they said, well, we've made the decision that we don't want you in the band anymore. (laughs) And then they just sat there on a chair whilst I packed away all my equipment. Well, hang on, you were the singer. What equipment did you have? A microphone, that was it. My microphone and my cable. Your voice. My PA system. I had the whole PA system I used to have to sing down. And then they kicked me out and that was that. But the reason was because I couldn't attend a gig that that they were doing because I had to host an 80s festival because of the radio work I was doing Mm. at the time. And they had the bare-faced cheek to say, I'm not bitter, but they (laughs) had the bare-faced cheek to say that um, you need to either decide if you want to do radio or if you want to do this. And I was thinking, hold on a minute. This isn't Coldplay. If you were about to perform at the Super Bowl and I was saying, well, I need to host an 80s gig, I may have gone, okay, forget the radio work. Let's be a rock star. These were old fellas who were all retired. It was their life, It was life, a covers band. Though. It was their life. And you let them down. I should have gone solo a long time ago. But you did have a good voice and you've never sang since, unfortunately. Well, to me if, or to anyone else. If there's anybody musicians out there who play guitar and they like me as the front man of their band, I mean, I've not got time. But maybe <laughs> something, when I get to their age, yeah, maybe see. that's something I can do again. And you'll be chucking out the young person who's not committed enough. I'll be going... I'm sorry, you know, you're just, you're not able to make the gigs that we need. I do look forward to, in a strange way, retirement. You'll you? never retire. I do, but I can't retire till I'm 68. 68 I'll, is it now? I'll be dead by then. No offence, but, but I'm no offence, but your job isn't something that a person of 68 no. could be doing, like sort of on the knees. Can you imagine? Rummaging around in places. I won't be able to get back up. I'd just have to. It's not, it, it isn't practical, is it? 68. Mm. I know. Well, mm. anyway, no. talk I'm about a cliffhanger. That. You remember the word that I was looking yeah. for. Well, I'm going to keep them hanging on here because oh, okay. we've actually discovered the word what we were looking for. <laughs> and it was a real eureka moment. It's on the way next. At home, at work, and everything in between. This is Connect Radio. Connect Radio.
it has to be said from a listening perspective there's nothing worse than when a presenter bigs up something and then forgets to tell you so <laughs> we went off on a complete tangent then but i want to come back around to it so we were talking about slapheads around the country <laughs> around the world people who are follically challenged right. now first of all i just want to put this out there before we start getting complaints of people saying you can't say slaphead i am a slaphead and i don't Aww. mind if people call me that it's like when when i make fun of my own stammer and people almost take offense on my behalf and i'm thinking yeah. hold on a minute you if can there's, joke about if it. there's anybody who can joke about it it's me yeah so in a way that's what i'm going to say when i became a slaphead for the first time it was it was say the word oh you've forgotten it haven't you it was a revelation oh, that's it. you've got it yeah so there was the word we were searching for you were like a dictionary a theosaurus chucking out all these different yeah. ones but, but we got the right it was one. a revelation yeah that was it revelation it was a revelation because you were free from the shackles of going bold and the anxiety that that brings isn't it true though and you were happy at last isn't it true that that is how it was you yeah. remember me getting it all these terrible. hair foams and stuff yeah. and i was asking you all the time going has it gone a bit more has it gone a bit more and to be perfectly honest i couldn't tell really until we got until our wedding day when you actually had a comb over and you now look back at the pictures and think, I wish people would have been a bit more honest because mm. this, so the only person who was always completely honest to me was my hairdresser, the Mr. Word, G. The one thing they say you shouldn't do on your wedding day is have a completely different hairstyle. And I walked down the aisle and I turned to look at you and I thought, what has he done? Did you really think because that? Because what you... What, what you'd asked the barber to do was... A comb-over. A Bobby Charlton. Cut your hair so that a big flap of hair went from one side of your head <laughs> to the other. Literally. <laughs> and I remember when we arrived at the big reception, it was a windy day. <laughs> do you remember the car door opening and your dress was flapping everywhere? But so was my hair as well. This it, is the weird yeah. thing. It would just, I think you were just clinging on to it so badly. Well, on that day, I, I most certainly was. I was it, clinging on to in it. In a way, I wish now you were bold on the wedding photos. Do you think? Yeah, because that is who, that is how I see you now. I don't rem really remember you with hair. Let it grow, let it grow. <laughs> well. Singing. There we go. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back on form. I'm here. <laughs> Frontman Cottrell at your service. If you let it grow now, you will become Terry Nutkins, R.I.P. Which we did work out on the Big Fat Quiz of the Week a, f a few weeks ago that it was a badger that bit his finger off. What? A badger. So, Terry Nutkins, go to YouTube. This is right. in order right now. Oh, yeah. I remember him being bitten he by He used something. to have a few... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but he used to have a few missing fingertips. And the story when I was at school, it was always um, he was at the zoo and a lion chewed it off. But No, he always actually, used to get bitten, didn't he? I remember that. But when he was at the age of, he was really young. It was like eight or nine. 
a badger, a badger came up to him and bit off his fingertips. I like the fact it's a badger walked over and went, hello, Terry, um, can I have a chew on your fingers, please? I thought you were going to say at the age of eight or nine, he started going bold. And I was like, well, maybe he did. That is so young. I've never heard of that. I think mine was probably going in my 20s, I well, think. Oh, yeah, it was. Because when we met, it was already, like, well, quite far back, wasn't it? It was in a triangle shape. You styled it as a triangle on top of your head. Do you remember? Oh, that weird Mohican thing yeah. I used to have. why? Do you know one thing I really miss about hair? And it's not how it looks. It's, it's that feeling of tugging. On your hair. Right. So well, I if I now pull your hair Ow. like that, right? <laughs> imagine having that thought that you'll never experience that ever again. <laughs> I don't think I care. I think I just, I'd love to have hair. I can get, I mean, I haven't shaved it in a few, oh, wow, actually, yeah. But some the people. The feeling's back. So some people suit being bold, don't they? And some people, it just does not suit them. And can you, you just say... It really suits you. Can you just say bald again, please? No. Why? Bald. Bald. <laughs> bald. Some people really suit it when you're bald. It doesn't the other thing like that. that you say as well, what's that food that a lot of Chinese people eat? Noodles. No, not noodles. <laughs> noodles. It's not noodles. It's noodles. I'm not the only person who says things this way. If you would like uh, Sam to say a word that you think she'll get wrong, then by all means, send it in through WhatsApp. Uh, I'm just going to try and tug on the side of my hair. Across the UK, this is Connect Radio. Well, the audience are chomping at the bit here, wanting to know, well, what happened on your 30th birthday party, <laughs> Gareth? What, what didn't happen more well, to I'll, the point? Well, I will hand over to our uh, birthday disaster correspondent, Sam. Well, this is why I'm reluctant to do a surprise, in inverted commas, um, 40th birthday, because I slaved... My fingers we to the bone. We did. Well, I helped. I made butter a so few many sandwiches. sandwiches. As well. I mean, there must have been hundreds of sandwiches that I made, and no one came. None of your friends. They all cancelled while I was making the food. It still hurts that you. The know. only people who came were, were my friends. friends. And they're I'm not friends with them anymore because I had to like, move here to I live think, with you. So they few, won't be there. A few um, aunties and uncles came, didn't they? Of mine. Only a, 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 a small amount. But when, when you and think about it... And they won't be there this time. They've all fallen out. When you think, <laughs> when you think about it... <laughs> morning, aunties and uncles. <laughs> when you think about it, why did we make our own food? I don't know. Why did we decide that... It was hard We would work. set up a conveyor belt of sandwich making. We literally had a bucket full of tuna mayonnaise... We had cheese, we had all sorts. There was and so much There left. was me, you, I think my friend Johnny. In fact, you'll see Johnny later on because he'll be hosting the service. Ask him about it. Was um, he there? He were was in fr- his church. Were, were you friends with him then? So we did... I've known Johnny for about, well, obviously more than 10 years. But we did the sandwiches in his church 
and then we had to cart them down yeah, why to did the we event. Ma- why did we do that? What a strange idea. It was a terrible, terrible day. Surely it would have been better to have worked out how many people were coming first of all and then we maybe did. got some outside no, catering hang in. On. We did work out how many people were coming and they all cancelled. This is why you're not... I don't think you can have a 40th. Only if you invite literally about 10 people. But maybe the listeners will make up the numbers. Just... Can we not just go away all on six holiday? Of them. I'd love a little get-together. Which, is if I'm honest, if it's anything like the 30th, it will be you want a little get-together. You want to feel popular, that's why. But I don't want to feel It'll popular. have the reverse effect, because nobody will come. But I almost need a big birthday blowout to counteract the negativity of the 30th. So if the 40th is a success, then the 30th will never be spoken about again because it will be, oh, do you remember Gareth's 40th? Maybe just set your expectations really low for the number of people. Nope, I want to go big. And then if loads of people turn up, great. If no one turns up, we expected it. But the problem is, you see, that this is what will happen. If the 40th is a failure as well, then I'll You're be... You're not having a 50th. Then I'll be banking on the 50th to be the big no. one. And it will go on and on and on until the biggest party I've ever been a part of is my own wake. I was going to say then, oh, it's all right. On your 50th, the kids will be like adults, so they'll bring people. But they won't. Gabriel will only be 10. Yes, that's a scary thought, isn't it? So but mind you'll you, have to wait for your sixtieth when he's twenty. How old would the other two be though? So well, Betty would be Betty be seventeen. So she'll be probably oh goodness, bringing no. friends over and stuff. If we wait till me seventy, <laughs> all right. <laughs> There'll definitely be some people there. They'll de- <laughs> we'll just end up like basically. Can we not combine? the kids' 18ths with the 16ths and all that kind of stuff, and then I can just pretend that I'm popular and pretend it's a party for me. Not your average radio station. This is Miles Better. Connect Radio. Thank you for your messages of support, people saying that, well, actually, do you know what, Gareth? If you have a 40th, we'll come. We We will fill up the numbers. Look, I'm not throwing a surprise party. Again. It won't need to be... In the fact, days of surprise say, parties are over. You say a surprise party again. How was my 30th a surprise if I was there buttering the bread because for the egg mayonnaise sandwiches? when someone asks for you to throw a surprise party, it will never be a surprise. So I will just put this out there right now and I will say, I want you to throw a party for me on my 40th. But I want it to be a surprise... I it want I want surprise. us to go out somewhere so I don't know anything about it and it then it can't be a surprise. We go in a room and they go well no it'd surprise. be it'd, it'd be surprise and I'd be mum dad what are you doing here and that's the whole crowd. That's the only people who have turned up and even they'd think oh, great we go we can't really bother and Fraser would be like uh, well, I, I think there's something really good Hang on, on Netflix. And their phrase is getting married next year. And your <gasps> surprise that will be in 40th the ju- oh, no. will be just before they get married. So they won't want to come to that. They'll be too busy. 
So just so I feel extra popular, can I not have my 40th uh, party at their wedding? So <laughs> there'll be a guaranteed amount of people there. No. You can all go, right, all right, turn the DJ off. And then I'll pretend I don't know anything about it. I'll walk in and go, surprise. And then it's, ladies and gentlemen, it's the first dance of the married couple here. And then on with the wedding. <laughs> on no. you go. Sorry, no. Although it is a four-day thing, so maybe one of the days could be your birthday party. They wouldn't want that, would they? <laughs> they wouldn't want that. But That'd be easier. I could have my own five-day thing in May. That's when the no. birthday is. The wedding isn't till June. You're not having five days. What about four and a half? At home, at work, and everything in between. This is Connect Radio. So that's it from us here. Thank you very much for your company. It's been a blast. And we can't wait to welcome you next week. We are getting um, a real routine going here, yeah. aren't we now? Where we're getting into it now. We're getting the regulars on and we've got uh, regular talking points as well. And I'll tell you what you can do for next week. If you'd like to send in some of your weekday wines to us, yeah. the things that have really got you goat over recent times, then we'd love to hear from you. You can find the contact details on our website, connectradio.com. Get in touch, and hopefully you can be a part of the show next week. But you have a fabulous weekend. Take care, and God bless. Bye.